This episode of GKNF is brought to you by The Happiness Compass. The Happiness Compass is an organization that aims to provide everyone with the tools to be happier and more fulfilled by creating programs and initiatives that teach people skills around emotional intelligence, positive psychology, mindfulness, resilience, and physical well-being. Check out the many programs, social initiatives, products available, and upcoming events online at thehappinesscompass.life. Hey, GK. Yo. Have you ever played fantasy sports? No. Have you ever bet on fantasy sports? Once, but I was doing it the wrong way. <laughs> Have you ever watched basketball? Twice. <laughs> the right way. Good. Well, if, if anyone listening answered yes to any of those questions, for all your fantasy sports needs, head over to fantasyhq.com.au. Play for real money on Moneyball every day and watch basketball on Netflix. Ching-ching. <laughs> steps of space to fight crimes and talk about the subjects not many men dare to go. With faces only a blind mother could love, arms like a silverback gorilla, and more hair on their chest than something really, really hairy. Like really hairy. Prepare to be astounded and bedazzled by the wondrous voices of your two hosts, GKNF. Stand by for live broadcast. Hello, interweb. Welcome to GKNF episode 28, Lazy Harvard Alumni. <laughs> I figure that one will get people going, oh, these guys are from Harvard, let's listen to that. Oh, these are, you don't have to be that smart to get into Harvard. Yeah, better podcast clickbait. <laughs> uh, as always, F. Dude. In the studio, dude. I guess uh, where Sam's guest. It's just the two of us. It's been a while. Yeah, it's just the two of us, and you know, we can make it if we try. Just the two of us. (laughs) (laughs) I think there's a song in that somewhere. I don't know where, but it's there. I I actually sent a photo to, um, because we've got a punters club for people listening, and, uh, you know, banter for 10 blokes um, that, you know, it's good. Keep you uh, occupied during the week. And I had found this uh, image of a car that was completely uh, messy. You know, the the cars that, you know, probably (laughs) cultivating (laughs) cockroaches and whatnot. And I took a photo and sent it to the guys and said, do you remember the time when my car looked like this? So to keep them some sort of Michael Jackson melody theme going through this podcast, <laughs> I remember that car. It was cultivated like uh, microbiomes. It was like there was, yep. there was stuff from another species that well, probably I, was growing in there. I had offers from Harvard to try and like <laughs> test my car and see see what's actually growing in there. Do you reckon if we keep mentioning Harvard, Yale, and Cambridge, potentially <laughs> we could be asked to speak by one of the professors? Hey, mate, a scholar above any other. <laughs> Dude, I got uh, I got a new little toy this week. I got a camera, a Zoom Q8, and we're filming this podcast on it. So if you're watching it, that's what uh, you're looking at this in. But I got it, and I'm doing. I'm gonna. We're gonna start doing some stuff for this show, some vlogs and some stuff like that as well, and some more content to put out there. But um, I got. Uh, I'm right into it. So I got it on Friday, and I spent uh, Friday doing recording and then editing down. And I'm all, I'm very self-taught. Anyone yeah. that's listening, when you listen to this podcast, I come and talk. Fires and nuts and bolts. He does all the engineering and the, the, that <laughs> shit. That's him. All the uh, all that stuff is very very foreign to me. And dude, I, when I had a like I'm mucking around and I'm, I'm getting right into it, but I hate stuff that that isn't real easy to pick up. Yeah. So, oh, you hate stuff that's not oh, easy to pick up. I just want to just 
point, shoot, do, edit. Well, fucking, <laughs> I'm Steven Spielberg. Sick. <laughs> but I've been, but I've been stuffing around. I've been editing all this footage, and uh, I'm, I'm getting all right at it. For I'm using, uh, I think I'm using Windows Media Maker. It's so much fun um, learning something new. But but it's, it's also fun, fun getting a new toy. That's it. It's my new little toy, and it's so it's been cool. <laughs> but I've I was I've been shooting, mucking around on it, and then putting the headphones on and editing, sitting stuff. I've been mm-hmm. neglecting all my other duties. Oh yeah, being a father, a husband. <laughs> Taking the bins out, we probably, I think we missed the bins because yeah, I was so editing. Just, but I got a good shot of the, the truck leaving without our bins on board, <laughs> so it was all right. So you're just the uh, director now of the household. <laughs> I'm not even the director. I'm sitting in the editor's suite. Just <laughs> there's a new opening for father. <laughs> but yeah, it's just, I went and I picked it up. I picked my toy up on Thursday. This camera. And it's, it's not something that I'm sort of a fay with all that. Um, but that's cool, man. Technology shit. And, and using something like Microsoft Movie Maker, it's a good place to start. Same like with using iMovie because it's available on all all the pl- you know every device. It's it's free, and the this the basics will be transferable into like the professional kind of version of those programs. Yeah, well, that's I looked at. Um, that's why I went Adobe with... Premiere, I think. There's, yeah, there's a bunch of... Heaps of ads pop up because I was watching... Well, YouTube is the biggest uh, biggest teacher in the world. If I'd ever went, I wonder how you do this, clicked on YouTube, did that. You can do that for free. I, I know I do it with cooking and stuff like that. Like, I need to make a healthy dessert out of <laughs> chocolate, peanut butter... <laughs> <laughs> My brother and heaps of carbs. How do I make that healthy? YouTube doesn't hasn't worked that one out yet. Yeah, YouTube. <laughs> Uh, my brother-in-law rebuilt a, a car engine from scratch by looking at YouTube videos and and you know finding schematics and you know um, uh, other diagrams online. But yeah, YouTube teacher, amazing. You can pause and watch and pause and watch, and you mm-hmm. will learn at your own pace, which mm-hmm. is frigging. Which is something I think that people do now in teaching as well in the real yeah, world of course you like you can pause but you can replay that's the best part of it well, so it's this, this concept um with education for example if we're all sitting together and you know learning at the same time it's called synchronous learning we learn at the same time the pace is kind of set but if you're able to go online and look at videos and whatnot it's called asynchronous learning which means that we don't all need to be together we don't need a lecturer you can self-direct your learning and and I guess manage your own time and develop that autonomy you know so you're autonomously going ahead and learning how to record and edit and, and so, be the director at home so that shit makes <laughs> for, for learning or education back at school wise that would have made so much more sense in the classroom to me because there's no way not no one learns at that same pace. Surely there's not one tailored... We've talked about it with friggin' everything else in this podcast. There's yeah. no one tailored sort of mm-hmm. solution for anything, be it whether it's happiness, friggin' whatever we've talked about, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, with learning, if you can replay and watch and replace... If someone needs to watch something seven times to learn something, yeah, you know, compared to the kid that's just... He's at the first time with the teacher, writes it down in his notebook and he's sweet. Yeah. So that makes sense. Some schools are pretty uh, progressive like that, uh, really innovative with the way they provide, uh, like feedback, for example, where, you know how, do you remember in primary school or in high school, you know, you sit down, you might be writing your, your essay or whatnot, and you sit, you, your teacher comes over and says, yeah, no, that's uh, pretty good, or, or or even even worse, you only got that feedback at the end of your writing piece, yeah. and they said, GK, you're a 58 out of 100, try harder next time. <laughs> Stop. I, I would then go to her 
I think you need to go to maths because that's a pass. <laughs> <laughs> but but now it's like um, what it is. Instead of getting that feedback at, at the end of your assessment, you get feedback like at the start and during. And and the feedback's not just this. Um, you know, sitting down with Jordan saying, well, that is the feedback. You know, here's, this is what you've done. Here's your next step. But a lot of schools are starting to record that feedback. So it's a short video that's only available for the student. So when that student is back at home, wants to work on their writing or whatever it may be, they're able to re- refer to this video to, that's captured this moment in time within the classroom or wherever it may be. So they can do exactly what you've done on your camera. Watch it, pause it, have a go. Watch it a couple more times, and if they feel a bit lost, ask a question to their teacher. Like it's, it's really, mm. really cool that like the, you know, you talk about all these innovations happening in medical fields or whatnot. But what's happening in education is incredible. So uh, yeah, very interesting technology and education. Do you? You just said before. Do you remember uh, primary school or high school or whatever? What's your youngest memory? My like, youngest uh, memory like, ever. Not not ever, but you know how you, you look back and you yep you sort of picture yourself. What age can you picture yourself at? Dude, I swear I can remember this time when I was living um, at our first house. We used to live in Mogoa. And I still remember, I can picture it in my mind like to this day. I must have been, you know, three or something. And I remember um, walking down the hallway. It was like an afternoon. The sun was coming in through the rooms, lighting up the hallway. And I remember like, geez, it's hard to explain right now. (laughs) But I remember thinking, wow. I remember like it was almost like a consciousness like begun. And I remember, I don't know, just walking down and I, I, I've just got this vivid mem- memory of walking down and, and realizing, I don't know, like I'm walking, I'm thinking. And How old are you? Oh, it was way before school. You know why? Oh, what? Because so you're my brothers a- used to go to, would be at primary school mm. and I'd be at home. Um, so what's your, it's your first conscious thought where you're not just a kid going through stuff, you're actually yeah. you're, uh, in control of your destiny? Oh, geez. Oh, look, I wouldn't take it that far. That sounded way cooler than my stories. <laughs> so thanks for adding that cherry on top there. But yeah, like, I, 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 that's like the earliest memory, but still like... So you were pre-five? Yeah, pre-five. Actually, or, or another one I remember... Actually, I remember this bloody nightmare I had as a kid um, in, in a cot, in my cot. And I remember it was, um, yeah, a, it was a scary nightmare. Cot. Waking up, yeah, in my cot. And I remember oh. waking up and then crying, yeah. Like, yeah, so th- there's a young memory. Like, I, I must don't, have been, like, two. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't remember. I don't have any... Twelve? Mem- <laughs> in my cut last night. Uh, I don't have any memories of sort of that. Young. I remember the time when I was ten. Something yeah. that happened when I was ten. I think before that, I got this brief, but I don't even know if it's a memory or it's me mm. remembering a memory. Yeah. So I'm, maybe I'm... Uh, it starts to get blurred. Yeah, so yeah, so I might be put... Which was about maybe eight or seven. But I don't think I remember that. I think I've just been told this story. Yeah. So uh, it's not my own memory. I'm remembering someone else's memory. <laughs> it's, it's very sci-fi. Well, that is... Uh, <laughs> but even like memories, like how, how how they can... Like you've... What what's, what they say about um you can remember like thousands of people's faces and your memory is like stored at the back of your head and I'm sure there's yeah. a very technical term for this and like all your memories kind of stored at the back of your brain. I'll put that uh, whatever that's called up on um, on the social medias. Yeah, it's your heap of global <laughs> something like that. Um, but yeah, like in how like your brain um, just can tap into this uh, memory bank um, as this like 
cocktail, but it's isn't it interesting how some people have got this amazing memory and some people haven't you know some people have got this amazing um you know bloody uh do you think it's other other train thing memory like because i know you can people you can go to stuff to train your brain or is it a laziness thing or like if for people that don't remember to people that do remember Mm -hmm. like you obviously remember stuff you give a shit about better than stuff you don't Mm -hmm. so if you're forgetting people's faces and names yeah maybe you're just not as engaged in those people like maybe (laughs) Well, just don't give a shit. say, um, like, uh, memory. Well, they say that you can work on memory. But isn't memory um, linked? The stronger the memory, the stronger the emotion, emotion that's attached to it. Like, if it's a really positive memory, positive emotion or negative emotion. You remember like, it more? Yeah, it's, it's in the memory banks um, etched a little clearer, I guess. But, geez, mm. that, that could be a, a good uh, guess to pursue someone who's like a, you know, memory a neurologist or something along that. Like, that will be rad. That will be a great conversation. That will be way above above my head and I'd like him to get into my brain and Don't go worry. oh you're fucked <laughs> Don't worry we can ask all the silly questions <laughs> so we understand uh, Perfect uh, oh, You said something about that dream before mm. that first nightmare Yeah My da- oldest daughter had this nightmare last night and I reckon everyone's had this dream in their life Running but you can't run <laughs> That's, that is one uh, of them. But no, this is driving a car before you got your license. Like, you're in the car and it's going, but you can't stop the car. Mm-hmm. Have you had that dream? But you can't stop the car. The what? car won't stop. Like, so you're driving. No. You're, so she said she's got in my car and driven it, but then she couldn't stop the car. I remember having that dream when I was young and maybe not her age, a bit older, in my auntie's car, and I couldn't stop. And I remember exactly where I was driving on the M4, on the motorway across the bridge to the... If anyone's uh, in Western Sydney listening, there's an yeah. exit on Mogul Road. And I remember couldn't stop and hitting the guardrail there. Really? Yeah. It's And it, there's, and, and if you look look up what... Drink, you know how you can look up what something sig- sig- signifies? Yeah. yeah, that's the right word. Represents, signifies. Yeah, yeah, no, you nailed it. In a dream. <laughs> Fuck off, dude. Uh, <laughs> what it does, uh, the me- I don't know what the meaning is. So this, a lot of stuff I've found since we're podcasting, if you actually have the full information, it's more helpful to your audience. <laughs> but it sort of signifies. I'm sure the people listening understand. That, like st- people so it signifies, but not being able to stop a vehicle is it's something in your life, yeah. apparently. So, Or they, they talk about the dream where your, your teeth fall out means that you're holding on to you're something. You're lying or you're holding on to something. Yeah, that you need to let go of or something like that. I wonder how much I've of, had that one before. I wonder how much of that is true. Yeah, I've heard that with your, if your teeth are falling out, it means you're trying to hold on to something you should be telling yeah. to someone or but whatever who, it is. Who who decides on like that um, that study or the matrix or, 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 of, of what what means? Yeah. Well, how do you associate teeth with truth, or is it just you know based on you know anecdotal evidence or like a control people, group have had that dream? Yeah, because they were bullshitting. They're saying and, I haven't got anything to share. <laughs> what are you talking about? And then they said everyone that's teeth fell out was all <laughs> flying about infidelity yeah. or something like that. Yeah. So it becomes that. Uh, I don't. I don't know. Cause then, uh, <laughs> or is it just, is that all uh, witch doctor friggin' sort of geez, magic man. and science? There must be something in this um, kind of, I, I guess, alternate, you know, like uh, astrology and, and things of that nature. There must be something about it. There, like, ha- it's so hard to say, yes, it is true, but there must be something about it. Maybe we we, we, ser- we seek answers in that because we're searching for alternative 
alternate bloody, I don't know, truth as opposed to what's your, your standard religion or, you know what I mean? Like I reckon a, there's something in that dream state, you know, that is connected somewhere. I don't know how it's, it's in the like weird sort of out mm. there sort of thinking area, but there's something there that's unlocking a different part of your brain. Like even, you know how like sometimes you can wake up from a dream and go, fuck yeah, that's the answer. Like to that. So, how did you find it in your subconscious brain? So, it's tapping into it. I just think it taps into mm. a different part of your brain. Yeah. I mean, maybe like, uh, like do, you, do you remember that thing you, you sent to me on um, on Facebook where it's uh, they've developed, the, or no, it's, um, it's a GoFundMe page where you, when you fall asleep, they've got these sensors that um, pick up when you're in your REM yes. sleep, that, you know, that really deep sleep. And what it does is it starts um, flashing light on your eyes mm-hmm. to help you while you're in that deep sleep, realize that you're sleeping to and evoke a, a, a lucid, lucid dream. dream. Yeah. yeah. That's um, like even the whole idea of lucid dreaming that like if you could bring that on, geez, I, I feel like I'd spend a lot more time uh Focusing on sleep and being able to create, and for people who are listening, a lucid dream is where you become conscious in your dream state, and you can start creating your dream reality. It's incredible. And I know we've talked about. I think it was the first ever episode of the podcast where I, when I lucid dream, it's when I'm in sleep paralysis. So it's sort of super scary. Yeah, and that's uh, I I shared the story in that very first podcast as well. Mm. The best dream I've ever had. And every time I feel like I'm about to go into that lucid state. I get all excited and wake up and go, oh, shit. Oh, I get the opposite because I'm like, I should be going, yeah, I'm controlling my dream. But then I get trapped in being asleep. Mm. So I get, uh, but with, uh, I've got that idea for Elon Musk, I guess. Again, I want a bit of this company. You wear something and it records your dreams. So you can wake up in the morning and put a DVD on mm. of what you dreamed and watch it like a movie. Because I've had some of the best dreams that would make the best movies. Yeah. Dude, that's you, you put it on, and you go to sleep, right? I'm I'm workshopping this idea on the podcast. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so you go to sleep. You know how people go to sleep and they put on their um their anti snoring sort of sleep apnea yep. masks. Yeah, it's something heaps more attractive than that. Firstly, sex cells. <laughs> <laughs> the, we'll the, get some branding once it's released. You know, this you is get... it. I think it will have a Nike swoosh on it. Yeah. I was... <laughs> It's affiliated with uh, Steph Curry or someone else that works for Under Armour. I'm saying a lot of things from a lot of different brands because I don't want to pigeonhole our idea just right now. <laughs> Good workshopping. Keep going. <laughs> so you put it on and you go to sleep. In the morning you wake up and it produces, which I guess this thought I've had for a while because I did say DVD, which that technology is old technology. Mm-hmm. I guess uh, we'll go, we're going to go Blu-ray. Laser disc. <laughs> we're gonna go whatever the it probably just goes straight on to a USB. Yeah. And you put it Okay, you've nailed that. <laughs> Tell me about your product. Look, the the pitch isn't about the product, it's a very around the product. Yeah, I'm tra- I want you to invest yeah. before I get to an idea that's well, never you, gonna you, happen. You're hitting all the keywords, so I'm interested. <laughs> and then you just you wake up with the water and you watch it instead of watching you know, the Today Show or Sunrise, I'm watching my friggin' dream. Yeah. That was pretty br- damn cool. Yeah. Like I don't know. Good idea. Yes or no? You win. <laughs> yes, I mean it's. Um, I mean, geez, it's, it does sound very uh, you know sci-fi. But you think like uh, there is uh, technology now where you know it can scan the brain and the brain can control um, someone driving a car, for example. Like that. That technology is, is being developed. What? Unpack so, that for me. So, I'm- so what it is? It picks up on your brain waves, right? So, um, based on the way you think, or. 
Damn. Before, you know what? I know best to not even pontificators if I know exactly what I'm talking about let me get the someone will pull up. it actually up of yeah what so it what is. it is it's it's for people who um yeah it's in order to control things with your mind mm-hmm. um let me have a look yeah google it and pull it up and then we'll uh we'll actually give a fact for the first time ever in GKNF history we're giving correct science yeah but the website we're going to go to is uh, probably someone's Facebook page. Snope. <laughs> no, that's not what's it's happening. Go to, uh, did you see... Uh, was it, uh, is it Mark Hoppus? Is that who I'm looking for? Who am I looking for? What's my blink guy? My crazy oh, blink guy? Oh, yeah. Um, Tom DeLong. Tom DeLong. Mark Hoppus. Sorry, brother. <laughs> it wasn't you or Travis. It was the crazy guy. So how much of his bullshit uh, is pure crazy? We'll let people know what you're talking about. Uh, so Tom DeLong To the Stars Academy it's called it's to, Yeah so he was on the JRE Joe Rogan Experience um, And he's got this whole uh, He's pitching this whole idea on uh, I, he, Well it's really hard for me to explain Because he couldn't give away much information All his shit was I can't talk about it I can't talk about it But it's all about sort of um, alien life forms And this and that uh, but he's the Stars Academy. I at the end of it, I worked out all he's doing is pitching to investors who were previous fans into a bloody filmmaking business. That's how I read out of it. At the end of it, there's nothing to do with all these crazy secret CIA meetings and all that bullshit. So he was talking about some uh, technology that he's found that can uh, warp time and space. Yes, um, it was a, a certain metal that when um, uh, like when a char- certain charge. No, no, it was certain frequencies. It comes in contact with certain frequencies. It behaves differently to metals that currently exist on Earth. And I, I found it hard to kind of understand because, I, like, I want to see it. And it's based on, you know, they, they say that some similar machine has got a name. Geez, we need some facts on here. <laughs> <laughs> it's got a lot of, um, there was a lot about sort of UFOs and aliens and grainy footage as well that he was sort of uh, getting tied up in all that stuff. Look, I love all that shit to be true. I don't think when he went on that podcast and all he's, a lot of his responses were everything is, I can't share that. Now, that's not a good... Good, excuse me. That's not a good guest on a podcast. But what are you found with these these cars? I mean, he the and sorry, the, yeah. Neuro network science is creating a new era of mind control. We'll pop this uh, link to this article up on our Facebook. But yeah, so it's how people can use their mind, and it's tapping into certain areas of the brain that you can get um, specific signals that can then you know be programmed to make something so, so, go forward make something so yeah so i've got a signal in my brain to put the blinker on and it reads what that um whatever that uh what sort of pathway is mm-hmm. for and where it, yeah. to put blinkers on so it'll be connected to the car somehow mm-hmm. yeah I'll and be, that's I'll not be, the pl- exact example but, but I'll be, it's that along those lines well i'd be in theory plugged into the the car i think about putting the car in reverse it goes into reverse <laughs> well, that's that yeah, the that's the idea thinking? of it that's the goal for it that's um and you know that's um that's called um it's a cyborg you know what a cyborg is is <laughs> a half human half yeah a, a human that's got um some sort of um technology technological um extension to help them complete a task so if you've got like a you know a robotic can you consider a cyborg <laughs> Because it's because cyborg. When I think of that, it's like it's Terminator. Oh yeah, that's yeah, it's, <laughs> it's pretty much Skynet. But yeah, no, um, yeah, that that um, Tom DeLong. Uh, I, I listened to it, and part of me like I, I like how idealistic he is. Like it's 
great that someone like because you think it is very sci-fi that this technology has been developed that can you know um and he was talking about time travel essentially yeah that's exactly what he was talking about you know holy crap like i think that i don't know maybe there is that technology being developed by some secret government um, agency that no one knows about but for me it's great to hear that someone putting out there saying yeah yeah I'm actually doing that too <laughs> like it but he's, while he's doing that he goes but to do that we've got to make movies so I need you to donate to my movie company so I can make a movie because you know what those movies now give me the money to do all these other stuff because I found that I found that interesting just what, what, are, what are you focusing on you're making the technology or, or the movies because uh, for me they don't kind of um, that's they don't kind of gel together they seem kind of mutually exclusive because He's either way out there. He knows there's a couple of things. He's way out there, which he could be. He knows more than what we all know, which he, I guess he could again. Or he's just making movies, and this is a, just a this is a like a pitch. This is him selling himself. Yeah. Uh, this crazy tumped along. Let's give money to him. Hang on. Let's go watch his crazy movie. Yeah. Even it, like uh, yeah, he so strongly believes uh, in aliens and aliens existing and. You know, what is it, Area 51? Area 51. See, I like the whole... I love all that shit. I it's, love, very, it's very interesting. I lo- I'm like, I'm not any, by any means a, um, a like a, a friggin' sci-fi sort of into that nerdy sort of stuff, which I'm not saying it's nerd. It's nerdy. You just said nerdy. <laughs> it's very fucking nerdy. I'm not saying that. I'm just... that's. I'm not right into that, but I'm into the idea that there is more, sort of... More to something what? there. I like uh, the idea of... Uh, uh, is it called a parallax, like parallel worlds? Yeah, well, that's uh, that's a theory that there are infinite worlds that exist, it's infinite dimensions. In- infinite dimensions. Have you watched Rick and Morty? I was about to say, and, yeah. Oh, it's the best show ever. It's it your favourite. It is good. It's my favourite at the moment. Jordy, do you believe that there are um, there is more life in our universe other than ours? No. No? Oh, I need tangible friggin' evidence, which See, sucks. that's a reasonable response. Which sucks. I know it's so short-sighted, but I need someone. I like. I'd like to think there's potentially, mm-hmm. but I, my the way my feeble little mind works is that I need tangible proof to something. Yeah, fair enough. Know, what's, what's your, where do you lie on it? I just think it's hard to believe that's a universe that is infinite infinite as far as we can even understand. Like the even the, the word infinite is just beyond like like the human understanding but if we live in a universe that is infinite Mm -hmm. the simple fact that we exist means that sheesh but maybe we're just in that perfect sweet spot where everything just went right Mm -hmm. for life to exist like we're the perfect sweet spot between sort of I don't know the sun the moon the atmosphere I don't know how it all works like I'm, I'm definitely not a physicist a scientist or or a blackjack dealer <laughs> that either but uh, maybe that's just how we but when you say one of a kind and infinite they're, they're two terms that are hard to kind of blend together if, if we live in an infinite universe and we are just that one of a kind mm. by chance I find it hard to believe see if there's another like world I don't want them to be like Aliens, like you know, the ones with the big eyes and they're green and they've got long fingers and they're trying to probe your asshole. <laughs> I want uh, like people that look exactly like you or me, just another world yeah. out there. So that interests me, yeah. To see what, what are you, oh, you 
you, you got fences too that you paint <laughs> when they're damaged. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> very, very boring. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, somewhere in another galaxy, they're going, man. I don't want to be like you know those human-looking things. They're fucking scary. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's what you know, isn't it? So I don't know. I'd be so so cool to sort of. Uh, but there you go. That maybe that's a fuel for someone like Tom DeLonge to continue to, you know, pursue or find information. But I, I do agree with what you're saying. It was um, on that on that particular podcast on the Joe Rogan podcast. When I people listen, go have a listen, make up your own mind. But it was um, yeah, it was difficult to listen to, but only because he, I can't tell you, I can't tell you that. Yeah, that's, that's what I mean. Like you, you can't come into don't don't share it then. Yeah, you, all I can tell you is that we're making. I, I need investing, and uh, we're making movies and making a spaceship. But, and then I think one of his things. All I can tell you is you don't know what I know. Well, tell me a bit of what you know, brother. Yeah, tell me something. Speaking of the Joe Rogan podcast, um, uh, Armo sent me a link. Uh, Billy Corgan was on. Oh, I was going to send you that too because I know you're a massive fan. Oh yeah, and anyone I'll, who knows me knows I'm a massive fan of uh, the Smashing Pumpkins. And the, I wasn't even going to send you. I don't. I've not listened to it yet, but I wasn't even going to send you the um, like the link to the podcast. It was what Joe Rogan wrote about him. Oh yeah, it's sort of saying he was like the. The, for someone that's such a huge rock star, yeah. he's one of the kindest, sweetest, sort of nicest, indeed. best guests he's ever had. And I yeah. was just going to send that to because you know sometimes you meet your idols and they you're crushed because they're absolute wankers or they don't, they don't live up to it. Yeah. If I sent that to you, your idol would have still he could stay at that top for a little bit longer for you. Yeah. What well, what he was t- well the reason I um reason I mentioned this is because. I just got the uh, the link here because uh, at the same same sort of deal where you know um, Billy Corgan said that he um, saw uh, a human uh, transform into something that wasn't human right at the end of it and he and he goes well tell me about it guess I can't tell you on air I'll have to tell you off air it's like oh don't what's it called shape shifting you know it was in that TV show um, the vampire one yeah Um, or that one as well I know exactly the vampire one yeah yes. But um, it's like, oh, well, there's a little bit of... It's uh, like a teaser. But it's but it's great showmanship. <laughs> do, do you know what I like the most of that? You know how, if you listen to a radio show or anything, they go, I'll tell you, off air. Oh, so I want to be those guys. Yeah. <laughs> I want to be off air. Isn't I want to know. You never tell me shit off air. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we cause only because we talk to each other on air. Yeah, we'll, we'll race all the good stuff otherwise. But isn't it interesting? Like, it's it's cool how you, like, you leave a little nugget like that, a little carrot... And it like wants to bring you back, you know what I mean? Like it's a great way to gain um, interest. Or did you listen to the podcast? Yeah, yeah, I did. This could be an episode of podcasts about other podcasts. This is this podcast show could be a a meta podcast. <laughs> a podcast about podcasts. podcast. The podcast about it. Uh, I've not listened to that one yet. It's on my list. But yeah, uh, it's uh yeah. So he said at the very end. Yeah, shape shifting. I'm gonna go back and probably listen to this. I would definitely will listen to this podcast. But he said right at the very end, mm-hmm. he saw I've a seen human someone. transform into something else. Did, it, <laughs> did he expand? And on, I feel silly saying it, but you know, did he, he expand on that idea? No, he well, he actually said that he's writing a book and he's going to put it in the book. Ah, a great you, salesman, but that's what it is. And then I can see through a salesman. I feel like from a mile away because I've been one and am one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, what do they say? Um, you know, shit can say shit. <laughs> well, a salesman's the most sought after skill, the skill that can earn you the most money. It's the most uh, lucrative skill to uh, have to be able to sell. Oh, I think so, but that's see, if he didn't say he was writing a book, I'm 
bi- I'm biting in. I want to know what he's talking about. Now I just go, ah, uh, you've just sold another 100,000 copies of your book. Well, there you but go. keep me intrigued. Maybe I'll buy the book. But, but if something like that is true, then um, there's more There's more to life on Earth. <laughs> that's, uh, that's pretty significant. Uh, I've been watching uh, as well this uh, documentary called just I haven't when I say I've been watching it I've been watching this one it's called Conspiracies it's not a very well put together series but it's about conspiracy theories I've watched and I've been putting it on to go to sleep to so I've watched about the first 10 uh, minutes of the documentary for about three weeks because mm-hmm. I just fall asleep straight away it's not props to uh, the production of the the documentary but it's about like the conspiracy theory about the Nazis and the alumni and all that sort of uh, that sort of stuff really what What about what like Nazis who still exist today oh there's heaps of like I said I fell asleep quite a lot but about the first one was like about uh, Adolf Hitler not actually uh, being dead but there's all those uh, conspiracies and how he escaped and and all that stuff and then there was a like conspiracy how at the where how why Germany is still such a su- economic superpower? Like how they've set everything up pretty much to so the Nazis still unrule everything sort of through the UN in all these ways. Look, it's it's conspiracy theory again. But the next one was about uh, the royal family and uh, the moon landing and all that. I've, but I love all that shit. It's yeah, it is very interesting. W- why I don't, I don't know. I mean. Why? Because as soon as it's called a conspiracy theory, it takes all anything away from it potentially being true. I reckon as soon... Well, even the term conspiracy theorist, that's, that's, that's um, a, you're, ta- you're tainted with uh, lack of credibility. That's what I mean. So as soon as sort of like, say with those... They, I'm not saying I have an opinion either way on this conspiracy, but when uh, the planes fly into the tower at 9-11 and it turns into an inside job, yeah. as soon as someone was use the word conspiracy theory or conspiracy theorist the government just goes perfect our job's done because like, yeah. you're automatically fucking crazy yeah but that's what you are as soon as it's if you believe in a conspiracy theory it's crazy even if that's a truth mm-hmm. i know because you're coming up to something way bigger than one one conspiracy it's so a, they, it's a, like they don't need to even rebut any of that stuff as soon as it's a conspiracy theory they go well there's some whack jobs on the you know this side that you know they they also think that uh, we didn't land on the moon <laughs> why don't they go back to the fucking moon as well <laughs> yeah <laughs> that. i thought I, I feel like now we could do a really good job of it <laughs> we could, when was the last moon landing i i could be so uneducated was it 67 69 the first moon landing yeah is that the only moon landing well, apparently there's been more people who've landed on the moon since, but I, I, I agree with what you're saying. Why haven't we gone back again? Yeah, because surely the so, moon... Just sh- for the flat earthers, just to say, oh, okay. Oh, there you go. Okay, <laughs> hey, sweet. I can now, you know, I can now learn guitar. <laughs> surely the moon is that big, you know, that go land in a different part. Like, go and land in, like, the India of the moon. Yeah. You know, there's some stuff there, for there's sure. There's more to be explored. Like, you some delicious... Richard Branson, Richard Branson want it, to... Uh... He's doing that uh, Virgin space flight, so it's just a flight that goes into space. I don't think uh, it lands on the actual moon. Well, speaking speaking of this, um, that's a bit of a theme for this episode, but have you heard of this uh, interesting story I, I come across? You know, you go down the YouTube rabbit hole, and it was about this guy. His name is Andrew... I just got up here on the computer... Andrew Carlson, have you heard of this guy before? No. In two thousand and three, he um, he had eight hundred dollars 
and in two weeks turned it into three hundred and fifty million on the stock market in the US from eight hundred dollars to three hundred and fifty million. million. Oh. Two weeks. How does he do that? So um, and he should write a book. <laughs> Well, so well, the FBI maybe interrogated not. him. Okay. The FBI interrogated him, and he said that, um, well, I've actually come from 200 years in the future, and um, I've been so interested in this time period. I've come back. Sick. <laughs> I've come from 200 years in the future. Um, I can't tell you how I got here. Tom DeLong. Um, oh. <laughs> I can't tell you how I got here. Um, but, yeah, I, I love this time period. I've come back here, and I've used the information to um, to trade. And then uh, he had a uh, date in, uh, in the same year in 2003, and he disappeared off the face of the earth, <laughs> and they couldn't find him. Oh, he's gone. He's gone. Did he take that money back to the future? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't I could, could break this. This is so fucking... This is cool. So, he... So, he said he came from the year 2,256. Uh, oh, so that's a while, so we've got to go find him. Um, yeah, it's going to take a while. Um but yeah, so in order to corroborate his claims, Carson provided some predictions, such as the exact date of the invasion of Iraq, and offered to give um, Osama bin Laden's location and cure for AIDS in return for letting him return to his ship. And and they and he's gone. Yeah, potentially, or he's in but, Area Fifty One, or he's somewhere. Well, I have not heard this story. Yeah, so, so but this, it's, it's interesting. But it's one of those stories, like um, it's you, like a movie. That's a movie. Well, like K-Pak. Was that that? Not that he's or he's a great topic of conversation at the moment. Kevin Spacey, the what sounds like to be uh, allegedly grubby as shit stuff. But um, uh, yeah, that movie K-Pak. He came, it was the same thing. He said, K-Pak. What is that? Uh, I think he's a dude from the future or an alien or some shit. And the same thing. He goes, I'm telling you, this is where I'm from. Then I love time travel as a concept in movies like... Or Hot Tub Time Machine, another award winner. But, dude, there's another story of this guy who said he found a, uh, a wormhole in his kitchen and he went through and he met um, himself, who was uh, uh, 30 years in the future, and he said he had his phone and he took a photo of him and he's himself... Uh, 30 years in the future they yeah. all together and brought it back and you know they had the same tattoo and whatnot. but Whoa. they come out it was some sort of advertising um, ah, gimmick that would have been so cool but yeah it's it's very interesting so but you know if you have a story like that I wonder how much uh, so how much this, truth is within this story as well well I'm very much intrigued I'm going to look after of this Andrew Carlson I'm looking up more stuff about him so he's come made all this money Says he's from the future, and then he's gone back to the future or somewhere. Well, that he's gone. That Where's his money? You surely can trace that money. I don't know how the future works. Hmm. I, I don't know. Sure. Bank accounts surely. Well, would it I be physical know. currency? Who, who, look, I'm giving this a lot of credence as if it's really true. Oh, look! But hang on, wait up. So I type. You type in Andrew Carlson again in search, and it comes up fraud. Yeah. So here, Andrew Carlson. Uh, hoax now interview debunked ah. predictions. Andrew Carlson, two thousand two hundred and fifty. Was his predictions right? Well, they say that he predicted um, what, where, um, when US would invade Iraq or mm-hmm. things. That, who knows, dude? Uh, but uh, but it makes me think. I mean, we haven't cured AIDS, but 
We've found a way um, to, to treat well, it, right? Well, used to be a death sentence. Death yeah. sentence, just having HIV. Yeah. Now you can... But I think still that medication is still doesn't work for everyone. Are you trying to think of that movie as well? Um, with um, Matthew McConaughey? <laughs> uh, Dallas Buyers Club. Dallas Buyers That's, Club? No, that was just... That was AIDS medication, but I'm more thinking Magic Johnson, uh, the basketball player. Yeah. He's, so he's lived a long life... Uh, Pretty much the HIV hasn't converted to AIDS. I imagine that's where it starts and then it goes to. Mm. Um, but, uh, but I I'm know very there's drugs. Today. There's, there's drugs I'm, that's, yes. So it's not going to kill you. So you can, it maintains. Correct. See, that'll be a good little uh, nugget to uh, investigate. We should do some more, like an investigative um, episode, like a theme one. Yeah. Where, yeah. like, in between, like, during the week, because, I mean, I'm sure you're pretty inquisitive yourself. You spend a lot of time researching, watching, reading, and so let's just, let's pick a topic, and we'll do that over the week, and then when we come back, we'll have, maybe next time, once we, after we, you know, we've got a few guests lined up, but the next time we're free, let's say, boom, let's spend a week, and we'll do some research, and I reckon that could be an interesting and we'll, over, we'll over-edit the shit out of the... Rather than just a standard free-form podcast <laughs> where we don't edit anything, we can edit, like, little sounds and stuff into it. Uh, talking. I like that. I'll, and I love the idea. And I know anyone that's listening to this that's in the um, <clears throat> profession of radio and not podcasting always says it's bad to workshop on air. Look, that was a good idea. And now you guys have shared it. <laughs> so you feel part of it. So we're recording on a Sunday. You seem pretty fresh, dude. I, um, I've been... I've got... Mm, I want to say, I was going to say, I've been sober. I haven't had a drink for two weeks while I'm having a beer right now. And <laughs> <laughs> went out last. But which got me to thinking this, and I think I sort of said I wanted to chat about this a bit. So I didn't have a drink for two weeks, so my mind was super clear. I felt heaps better. I wasn't tired. Uh, <clears throat> and I thought it was, I'm, I'm sort of, Bouncing around the idea or playing with the idea of how good being sober is, right? Mm-hmm. But I get to the end of two weeks and go, oh, you know what? I want to have a... And I don't want to drink to get drunk, but you know that feeling where you have one or two drinks and you get your buzz on? And then coming with that buzz, this is where the good stuff comes with alcohol. And I don't want to sound like a parody in someone else that's spoken about this recently. But uh, like you get sort of you drop your guard... So you can sort of talk about other stuff with your mates and sort of stuff you normally wouldn't talk about, um, as well as just just uh, I don't know. You got you you put yourself in a position to sort of potentially do stuff more final, be more accepting to sort of. But I like that more accepting. It's almost like you get into the buzzy stage, and it's um, it's almost you you trust yes. like that trust and honesty is uh, kind of comes together. I trust mm. that you know we're both going to share. I'll be honest, and, and, and but you can have those moments. You can have it with your missus. You know, yeah, sometimes you, like you go out, you went out with Jess yes, last, night. last night. So it sounds like you had those. Uh, you know, have a yeah. couple of drinks, and it's like oh yeah. And I went ah, oh, sober was overrated, and I didn't uh, overindulge. Sobriety's overrated. It's not, but I didn't overindulge where. I woke up this morning with a sore head, mm-hmm. but I had enough drinks to come home and sort of be ready to go to sleep. Um, I didn't wake up with a sore head. I've been productive today mm-hmm. for a Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, so I didn't sort of, wasn't that prolonged tiredness, but I still did have that fog 
when I was driving over here in my head still, that little bit of fog in my head that yeah. I didn't have for two weeks, obviously. Mm-hmm. Excuse me, because I was clear. Yeah. Um, clear of sort of thoughts and everything. Everything became a lot easier and less stressful when I was... Uh, when I, I sound so fucking wanky. When I was sober, I didn't drink for two weeks. Again, I want to iterate. <laughs> we're, so so we're so proud of you, Jordy. Let's, let's start a GoFundMe campaign for you, big fella. <laughs> but in in saying that, when I say I didn't drink for two weeks, like the week before that, I really gave it a good nudge. So it felt like I've been drinking for two months straight, just for one big, big weekend. That's why my last three weekends have had something on weddings, um, social events. Like, that's yes. what I mean. I had a lot of social events. Mm-hmm. That's what I mean. With, yeah. yeah. But that, but that's like this weekend. I was like, I, I was so keen just to stay home. I, I was a bit crook yesterday, actually. So, um, but but it was good just to stay home. I hadn't seen been with my daughter last two weekends, mm-hmm. so it was cool just to stay home. It's like and and the same too. Like I, I was feeling pretty crook uh, yesterday. Come come good in the end, but it was you know it was so good. And we used to uh, my wife and I used to do this back in the day. Um, homemade pizzas. With flavored milk, um, it is a and a movie. It is the best. Well, I've I've become in my adult life lactose intolerant. My like my gut biomes have changed. Did you? There's a lot of stuff you don't tolerate. <laughs> I don't think it's just. <laughs> but it's so I can't do chocolate milk or strawberry milk or even flavored milks. But I just I've become like my gut. Like I need more probiotics or some shit. But I can't do milk anymore. At all. That's a shame. Yeah, but I'll, if I do, and I'll abuse it because I want to eat it, have a thick shake from Macca's or something, yeah. or some other convenience store, uh, <laughs> uh, and then I'll be sick for <laughs> quite, quite... So what, what happens? So if you're lactose intolerant and you have a glass uh, of milk... Look, I'm not... I'd, do you just feel crappy? Yeah, I, I just it? feel crappy. Uh, I feel sluggish. I feel like I get uh, sort of severe gut pain. Yeah. Um, do you remember, like... Oh, oh, it must have been around for a while, but um, celiacs. Yes, yeah, so, 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 so I've done some research. So <laughs> celiac uh, disease, mm-hmm. right? There's like you can be a celiac, or you can have different sort of of portions, and not be a celiac to mm-hmm. have those same effects. Like whether it's gluten intolerance and stuff like that. Yeah. So that's what I think. I've got something which obviously dairy sort of does it to me. Yeah. Yeah, I remember my uncle was diagnosed with celiac and, and just trying to find a beer for him to drink because obviously it, it, within the beer, is it the barley, the hops or the wheat? The, or the, the yeast and the hops, but it's, it's a gluten, I it, guess. Well, yeah, that's right. It's a gluten Ooh. within it. So I was finding um, a beer. Did he find one? Yeah, it was, I think it was called D-Ale. I can't remember who made it. I think it was Hans like this. Uh, and only special uh, participating bottlers would have a case of this beer. But then, um, you know, another one of my mates, uh, Sippel, who mm-hmm. was a guitarist, he was uh, like diagnosed as that. And, yeah, it's it's interesting how, um, you know, the whole diet changes. I remember, do you remember um, even uh, diabetics, um, you know, how when they're diagnosed, their, their diet looks looks pretty good because they've got to be um, regimented with the meals and mm-hmm. you can't miss meals. To get yeah, 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 yep. It's like um, some like it is uh, it is a uh, an impediment, you know, be, with what you can eat and what you can drink. But geez, when you're diagnosed with something like that, like the way it changes your lifestyle, it's like it must have. I, w- I wonder, and we Do should you change some pol- positive effects on, on other other areas of your life. You know, ah, 
yeah, but I'd rather just be able to I know. I, change I, that. For and anyone then, who's a diabetic, listen to then, what I just said there, must be like punching their bloody <laughs> steering wheel. But I'm just, I'm, I'm, but I, I wonder, like, is it, you know, you are diagnosed, you have to change your diet. And, and having such a good diet, you know what we should get, Jordy? We should get a dietitian to come in here, maybe in a, maybe in a week I or two. I we've think got, we've got one lined up uh, from Fortitude Nutrition <laughs> so we should in ask, a couple of weeks. We'll ask these questions. Yeah, that's a good, that's a good place to start asking um, those questions. Because yeah. it is. I, I, I do find that interesting in the whole um, the flow-on effect of your diet and how it can, you know, you talk about being one to, to identify if you do have some sort of um, intolerance. What's the percentage of people that are celiacs or gluten intolerant, I wonder? Because is there a market for a beer company to get right into that market? There's obviously... So, so the percentage or the number of people that have a gluten intolerance, I'm sure it's rising. Mm-hmm. If it's that high, there's obviously, like you said, for your uncle, you're looking for a beer you could drink. So, I wonder if there's a big enough percentage of people to make that market so it says uh the disease uh genetic genetic in origin affects a reported three million americans um this is just a thing um a knowledge card from google one percent of the population okay so maybe one percent of the population is not making me beer. but it says although 20 to 30 percent of the world's population has been found to carry the hladq gene so i'm i'm inferring that that's associated with uh gluten intolerance associated with genetic susceptibility to celiac disease. So it says 95% of celiacs still go undiagnosed. Yes. That's interesting. Well, that's... So if you are celiac and you have gluten, do you just feel like rubbish? Is that... Well, I don't know. I reckon if you're going undiagnosed with this sort of stuff, it's something you've gone forever. So you just learn, oh, that's just that feeling. I feel like crap and I'll battle through it or whatever it is. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. There's apparently different levels of being a celiac to be the full-blown celiac where... Yeah. Or different levels of gluten intolerance where you must carry that gene. I guess it is. Yeah. Because I do feel better when I don't have gluten. Well, I, I, the reason I'm, I'm curious right now is because last night for the pizza base, I got gluten-free and I'm thinking <laughs> that I didn't have gluten uh, in my pizza base last night. So I'm thinking I woke up this morning, send a little transmitted down to the body. Am I uh, feeling better today? <laughs> <laughs> Am I self-diagnosing? <laughs> yeah. But I, I, when we were out, I was out, like we said, with my wife last night. I think I nearly, I got, so this is a problem with not being sober. I thought owning, and it still is a good idea, and I'm going to do it. So one of, uh, Davo, one of our other mates, I mean, we want to open a small bar, but I got right into it last night in this. I was looking for uh, spaces to rent and stuff. There's a market there, but with... Uh, but I was making that decision under the influence of a bottle of uh, Shiraz from the McLaren Vale. <laughs> Mate, Shiraz, best way to, uh, to I guess, uh, provoke a decision. <laughs> so I think, well, I don't know, I didn't even tell David, but I think I bought some space and we're starting a small bar. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> dude, going back to that diet, mm-hmm. only because uh, something else I want to explore, mm-hmm. um, reflexology. Have you seen those... Um, you know, uh, Eastern uh, Chinese. Is that why, can they say, you touch your foot here, yes. this is this is your liver, this is your whatever yes. it is, yeah? So, like, I find that so interesting. Like, thousands of years, this has been, you know, uh, a foundation for, you know, treatment. Eastern medicine. Yeah. Like, how? I wonder where the crossover is with modern, with this um, ancient Eastern medicine. Or is there any... Is there a fusion? Co- yeah. Well, is there some sort of scientific proof to say, you know what? They nailed it. They well, do Well, have- I think uh, one side would say they're quacks 
and the other side would say you don't need to do all this stuff so I, I think I don't know where there is a fusion. There might be a fusion out there. It's like the it's the it's the age of uncertainty now, isn't there? Like you can bring. Have like you talk about climate change, for example? Mm-hmm. You've got science on each side saying refuting. You know yes. what I mean? Like everything's contentious. You bloody um, you know same sex marriage contentious. Like it, it feels like something should just be the way. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's but it's it's interesting. That's so interesting. Like the way we live, like there's never it's not black and white anymore. That we are living in fifty shades of grey. I want to explore reflexology. Have you done it? And or God, was thinking when we were in Thailand, there was a sheet up on the wall and said, if we touch this, this does your part of your foot. This does your brain, and this does your yeah. whatever else liver. And I think I said before, I don't know if it works. I, I'm a skeptic, I guess. Yeah. yeah. But I think uh, someone else I was with at the time said, oh, yeah, I can really feel that in my <laughs> lower kidney. <laughs> but, but I want him to check my feet and go, you know, you've got um, an amazing heart and you're a wild stallion in bed. <laughs> but I think it's like you the medicine. <laughs> from what I know, they push on that section. You can feel it in your, uh, that area of your body. Mm. I don't know. I, I I honestly do not know enough about this subject, like many, to have uh, yeah, but still, a strong discussion point on it. But you don't have to. But it, it still begs the question: like how 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 um how how true is it? Like how real is it? You know, it's interesting. Like because you only because we only know what we know here in our culture. Right? So we know that when you're sick, you got to go see the doctor. And you're if and you're, you're super sick, right? You explore every single every possibility there was out there all these um witch doctors the eastern medicine the western medicine the herb from the sort of haitian guy mm-hmm. you know in the back lane of sort of some friggin <laughs> some bad suburb in the middle of new york i'd be eat, eating those herbs and stuff well like, that's what our, our mate kill he um got bell's palsy in his face right so he went to so that's bell's palsy is like a um temporary thing yeah yeah, yeah. How how temporary? How long? Because it's your face drops. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he lost movement in part of his face. Um, so it's uh, how, and every person's different. But even like not not to focus focus on him, but focus on the way he. Sorry. Well, there we go. We focus on the way he went about. It. Like he went to mm. a traditional doctor, and you know when you go and see your doctor, like I know straight away. Like through the interactions, it's like I don't think he cares about me. <laughs> I don't think he or, or she, sorry. Especially if it's... They could a, give rats us, you know what, you need antibiotics. Get to the next person, next, bang. Because they've got to see so many patients a day. Yeah, but um, he, so he said he, he saw the first doctor. Nah, wasn't keen. Saw a couple until he um, um, he saw, uh, yeah, a, an Eastern medicine doctor and he had a concoction to uh, drink made of uh, different... Did it fix him? Yeah, he's come good. How long did he have Bell's palsy for? Oh, dude... Oh, it was at least a month. Wow! So I don't know much about Bell's palsy. I just I know you like your face. Mate, I, it's like I a, never even heard. It's of it like a mini. It's like a mini stroke sort of style thing where you get one side of your face drops or whatever droops, mm-hmm. but it can last. Not, yeah, droops. But like he was saying, I was I couldn't bl- blink my eye. I couldn't close my eyes. Yeah, properly. you have no. I couldn't con- smile and have my expression in my face. Like, couldn't move my eyebrows. Or, you know what I mean? Mm. It's like how frustrating and what brings would that it on? be. What brings Bell's palsy on? 
Well, it's one of those things that no it's one not knows. Clear. It's no one knows. So for, for for us living in a time where at the start we're talking about, you know, how they're coming up with ways to for use neuroscience to control things. Mm. For for a time, you know, where we feel like yeah, we're we're very advanced. There are still so many holes in in our knowledge of of the brain, especially in how that can cause like shit. How does Parkinson's disease cause? Mm. You know what I mean? Like for for an age where it is still advanced, it's amazing. I'm, but there is There's still so, so much, much shit that's there, out there. Yeah, there's still so much to explore. I wonder how much time you've got to spend into... Like, you can't... This is my theory. Let's knock one thing over at a time. Let's go with cancer. And let's put all our money into cancer and forget about Bell's palsy and Parkinson's disease mm. for however long it takes to cancer. And then everyone's focused on that. Then we get that. Then we go to Parkinson's. And rather than the the funds and the focus is spread so thin mm-hmm. you go on to one thing knock it over and go on to the next yeah is that a it makes sense I mean but oh. I know but uh, if I was, was if uh, I was a sufferer from one of the ones that they weren't focusing on I would have hella pissed off <laughs> it reminds me of one of the you know the start of the Seinfeld episode where he's doing stand up and he's talking about you know we've got these scientists who've designed watermelon without watermelon seeds <laughs> what about cancers <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's. I mean, yeah, I, I, I see what you're saying, but I'm sure like the uh, the details and and the um, geez, oh, the, how to operate scientifically, like, oh, like I'm sure there. I, I know it goes so much deeper, but I, I totally agree. Um, you know, to if we get all our resources, what's the biggest killer on the planet? <laughs> Let's focus on that. You know, whether it is heart disease or, you know, I, I don't know. Poor diet. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. Like I, th- I think I think uh, there's like forty percent of the population is now classed as obese in Australia, in the world, in the world. Yeah, it's pretty. It's a pretty high percentage, and I know it's more than some bullshit BMI stuff, dude. I, I which is inaccurate. Da- I look at my daughter and like the the love she has for lollies and stuff. Like it's um it's it's not it's not like and I'm that horrible Sugar. parent. Yeah. I'm the horrible parent who says, no, no, you can't eat this because it's not healthy. It's like trying to come up with, and I know like, I know that diet we need to focus on. You know what I mean? Like it's so easy to, well, to get fish fingers and heat them in the yeah. oven as opposed to, well, let's not get this processed stuff. Yeah. And you know, it is so easy. And so people are so time poor, especially with kids getting shit ready. Like I know we rush home, we get home by the time we get home, We've got to basically cook and the kids have got to eat within 10 seconds of being walking through the door. Mm. All right? So that's so much easier to do that processed food stuff. Unless you you prep stuff on a Sunday and it could be reheated. Mm. But, um, yeah, uh, I think time poor makes poor diet choices super oh, easy. Yeah. Big time. It's uh, it, like All this you, shit we talk about, obviously, with um, Josh Smith from Fortitude Nutrition when he's in, in on the 25th. I think in a couple of weeks' time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, yeah. These, that's, are, good, these that's, are good topic points to actually chat with someone that's educated in the field. And also, if if you are listening, you have some questions as well. You know, you want to hear it answered by a nutritionist. Yeah, send it um, our way to our socials as well. Yeah, I think send it to send some questions. If you have got questions for Josh Smith, who's a nutrition expert and coach. Um, to working title is the Facebook mm-hmm. uh, and at GK and F A N D F on Twitter. 
Yeah. Give, just hit it. This is a sidetrack for and what if we're you're, doing. Sorry, and if you are searching for us on Facebook, just type in GKNF Podcast. Yeah, GKNF Podcast, you'll find us. Shoot us a question. We'll, we can do some Q&A shit when he's on. That'll be actually quite cool. Otherwise, I'm going to write heaps of questions myself to ask him. Yeah. And pretend they're from listeners. <laughs> but, but, but also, while we're on that topic, thank you for the people... Um, Again, we got uh, thank you for the new uh, people who tuned into the show, but um, also thank you for the people who've left the review on on iTunes, dude. Your Uber your Uber Eats joke finally paid off. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah, we're getting reviews. That's cool. What are what are, what are you what are you got on, dude? What's what's happening late dude, in the next uh, little bit? What do you got? That's exciting. What's exciting? That's, um, three weeks of uh, head down us up work and then a week off holiday. So um, I'm doing a bit of study myself. I finished my uh, master's studying. You're for the taking year. a week holiday. A week holiday. Yep. Before big big holidays. Before big holiday. Oh, so good. Yeah. Are you going away? Uh, yeah, heading up to um, which I thought was Shell Bay, but it turns out Salamander Bay. But oh, that's pretty close. Yeah, that's all works. The works. So yeah, dude. Looking forward to uh, yeah. It's summer. It's coming into summer. It's so good. Even just waking up this morning as that hot. You can put thongs on, shorts, yeah, singlet. Man. Yeah, it's that time of year where you get. Uh, it's easy to eat healthy. I know we're talking mm. about nutrition a little bit too much mm. in this podcast, no, but no, one no. that's going to come up with a lot of nutrition. <laughs> but you can get it like making some just nice a steak and salad. It seems easier. Oh, dude. You don't need that comfort food of winter anymore. Yeah. Plus, um, you want to look good in your bikini. Yeah. I get it. <laughs> but even waking up like first thing in the fives and the five a.m.s, like the sun's like pretty much up. You st- you you're looking at things. You can get you know. It's it's. I was talking during the week. It's like um. It, it's so good getting up early because there's so much life oh, that exists before. I think you said that to me. We had a chat on the phone during the week and you said, um, I'm wasting so much of my life not getting up at five o'clock anymore. Yeah. You're also, I, th- I love sleep. I know. And and isn't it silly? Like you think, uh, you know, the alarm goes, it's like, look, if I get a half hour sleep, but no, it's not going to benefit you anymore. You're, you're up. Yeah, you may You're not just getting get down up. into some sleep that's going to, benefit you during the day you're not getting into your deep REM cycles yeah I've I've just I'm thinking what I've I've got a well, you know what I want to do I want to read a book I've got these holidays coming up I want, and so I want to read a book so I want <laughs> I'm just using this podcast as the biggest shout me out for some books <laughs> <laughs> hey I and be, before we wrap it up um I sent uh, I sent you at a podcast that Entree Leadership. People oh, yeah. listening, you look for an awesome podcast, Entree Leadership. So so impressive. Um, but did you listen to it? No, oh. <laughs> I forgot about it. <laughs> I do remember you sending it to me. Oh, but there That's was this book recommendation in it called The Inner Game of Tennis. Um, anyway. Listen to the podcast. Oh, we'll maybe talk, we'll talk about, we'll it, talk next about it. We'll review that podcast on this podcast. <laughs> but uh, for our next show, we're doing something different. Um, yeah, we're doing um, a companion to Home Alone, the movie, everyone's childhood favorite movie, uh, <laughs> old Macaulay, Culkin, young Macaulay at the time. Um, we're going to have uh, Dave Smith, the Dave's will be on. semi-regular Dave Smith and returning Dave Vella. We're going to have a few drinks. We're going to watch Home Alone and we're going to, I don't know if we'll talk much about the movie, but we uh, will chat and we're going to, uh, we're going to hopefully uh, entertain you. But, but, but I mean. Th- those parts I don't know which one if we're watching one or two we'll have to watch one 
You're watching on one because you got to do it in order. Yeah, just you know, just that part where he touches his hand on the ha- the doorknob. And he gets. Can that. <laughs> <laughs> but you know the bit when he just turns into a skeleton. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. That's home one too. Actually, is it? Yeah, <sighs> where he touches the taps to got the electricity. Oh, that's right. <laughs> but even just those, I'm, I'm sure. Uh, but uh, we'll give some commentary on the film of how stupid these two robbers are at the time to not be able to just murder their little kid. <laughs> and uh, but yeah, that's what we're doing. We are we out, dudes. Thank you for listening. Uh, and and if you are, don't don't forget if you can share an episode, share it on your social, share it with a friend, tell a friend about it, and have um, a look out. We're putting vlogs together. I'm going to put a vlog up about making a podcast. So uh, check that out and share it around. Thanks for tuning in, people. Peace.